afflicted. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Wisdom attend. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek. For God shows no partiality. All who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. When Gentiles who have not the law do by nature what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness and their conflicting thoughts accuse or perhaps excuse them on that way on that day when according to my gospel god judges the secrets of man by christ jesus peace be to the reader arise let us hear the holy gospel peace be with you all the reading is from the holy gospel according to saint matthew let us be Peace be to you, the herald of the gospel. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you, Lord. 
Please be seated. Good morning. This summer, many of us will have the privilege to go fishing or at least see or hear of someone we know going fishing. Imagine this familiar scene, a glimmering lake with people fishing in boats or off a dock. The gentle sound of lapping waves against the side of the boat. Some distant, indistinct sound of some kids playing across the lake. Then, the excitement of the catch. The sudden, sometimes startling tug on the fishing line and the zigzagging of the line in the water until the fish is yanked up from the water at the end of the fishing hook. Now, picture the fish out of the water, wriggling like crazy, at the end of the fishing line, knowing that something, if they can think, knowing so that something went terribly wrong. Picture that fish on the end of the hook. Imagine it. Some fight hard and wriggle off the hook. Others are pulled into the boat, caught, helpless, with no escape. We can take this fishing imagery and easily make it an analogy to our spiritual lives. Sometimes we get hooked by the wrong things. Things that may seem appealing and we allow them to hook us. Like that fake jig at the end of the fishing line, they may seem like natural things to consume. But instead, they hook us, they trap us, they even cause us to be eaten alive. The bait that tricks us into biting are various temptations. They trick us into getting into something too deep. They trick us into something dangerous, something evil. We can find ourselves biting through the bait and hooking ourselves to the devil's fishing line. There are all kinds of lures, jigs, and types of bait the devil may use. The bait of greed. The bait of pornography. The bait of habitual anger. The bait of fornication. The bait of lust of power. The bait of self-centeredness. These baits can seem appealing, but they can hook us hard and deep, causing us to be eaten alive by the devil. 
Sometimes there are good goals in life, like providing for your family. But the devil takes something like that, impales it with a hook, turns it into bait, and changes it into something sinful, like insatiable greed. This evil fisherman may ha- has many lures, many tricks to catch us, including twisting and perverting good intentions. In response to this evil fisherman, the devil, God sent out his own holy fishermen, the holy apostles, to draw humanity to his goodness, his love, his help, his light, and his love. Their bait is the bait of truth, the bait of hope, the bait of mercy, the bait of help, the bait of salvation, the bait of everlasting blessedness. As we read in the gospel reading today, Christ said, I will make you fishers of men. But following these holy fishermen, by following these holy fishermen, we will not be eaten alive, but rather we will eat at the heavenly banquet forever. What, practically speaking, should we do today as we consider this fishing analogy? First, we must perceive the bait of sin that may be drawing us in. Let us take the time to look at what we're doing and honestly consider, are we caught in some sin? This self-reflection is essential to Christian life. Sometimes we may not even realize we are on the hook. Have we been baited in the past? Are we still nibbling on the bait now? Are we still hooked? By the wrong so-called friends, by the wrong hobbies, the wrong pursuits? If so, we must firmly resolve to stop nibbling on them. We must make the change in our lives to shun the devil's bait. If we are caught in some sin, then we must fight hard and wriggle off the evil fisherman's hook. Second, we must be drawn to the opposite. We must move our lives to a desire to what God has given us through his holy apostles. An upright life, dignified human behavior, true love, true hope, real salvation. We must have this desire, this godly desire, to replace sinful desire and to be drawn into God's net, to his heavenly banquet table an everlasting kingdom. This godly desire is also essential to our Christian life because without wanting to grow close to God, how can we ever do it? We must desire the good and shun what is evil, what is false, and what is a devil's bait. We must follow what God has given us through his fishers of men, the holy apostles. By being drawn by these fishermen, we will be eating at God's heavenly banquet temple. 
table forever. During this special summertime Apostles Fast that goes through June 28th, let's take some time to reflect on what sinful bait might be drawing us away from God. Let's also ask in our prayers to help us to be drawn towards Him. May we, through the intercessions of holy apostles, God's fishermen, desire what is good, holy, and righteous. May we be drawn into God's net in the end and be brought to his heavenly, everlasting banquet table. Amen.